Hello and welcome to Perfectly Paranormal, episode 30. My name's Anna Schmidt and I'm here every week to share with you true paranormal encounters and information about devils, demons and dark energy beings that no one else talks about. And today we're putting aside the dark paranormal beings to explore the appearance of First Nation elders in spirit form who sometimes make themselves known during my Australian house and land clearing work and why their presence is so important. And Gary in the UK emailed me and shared that he works with druids in spirit form when he is conducting earth cleansing ceremonies in the UK. And he asked if I'd had any experience with Australia's First Nation people in spirit form. And he asked, are they aware of what you do? And my response to Gary was a great big yes. First Nation elders who lived on the land in person to stay on after leaving their physical bodies to oversee and care for the land. But now in an energetic sense. And they will on occasion make themselves known to energy workers such as myself. They don't always communicate with words. Quite often it's with visions. Sometimes it's with feelings. Sometimes it's with emotion. Sometimes it's all three. And in this episode, we're going to look at how I work with them and their needs in the process of clearing detrimental energetic buildups within the land. And I have three local Australian stories to share with you, and it will help you understand why these ethereal carers are still present within the Earth reality. I was stunned when they first appeared when I was doing my work. I literally didn't know what to do. I had no idea of how to acknowledge them, how to let them know that I see them. I think they were showing themselves more so that I could see that they were present and that they were caring for the earth. They were caring for their land, still in spirit form. I hope you enjoy these experiences as much as I did. I found them absolutely fascinating. So our first experience is one of my earliest, and I have called this story The Elders in My Kitchen. Now, a local lady who we're going to call Jean called me because she had some unusual happenings in her kitchen at night time. Now, I visited Jean's home the following day, and as I pulled into the street, in my mind's eye, in my third eye chakra, I saw three First Nation elders in spirit form, as plain as day. They were standing silently near the creek, which was opposite Jean's house. And I gave them a quick nod of acknowledgement. And I continued up the road a little bit to turn my car around so that I could park outside Jean's house. Now, Jean greeted me at her front door and we went through to the kitchen. And as I walked past the kitchen table, I felt a strong field of residual energy from someone sitting at the table. 
but not in physical form. Now, Jean's husband was in the lounge room and we got to talking about paranormal happenings in their home. And I could see that they were both open to discussing the paranormal. And I mentioned what I'd felt at the kitchen table. Now, Peter, who is Jean's husband, shared that he comes out for a glass of water in the middle of the night sometimes and saw three male apparitions sitting around the table. He said they looked like they were of Aboriginal descent and they were really deep in conversation. So he didn't stop. He didn't stare. He simply went and got his water and went back to bed. He said he thought no more of it at the time as he figured he was just half asleep and dreaming up the whole thing. Now, I listened carefully as he spoke and I butted in and I said, I saw them outside your home when I pulled up. They were across the road near the creek. Now, we all just looked at each other in silence for a moment. And Peter said, why do you think they're coming here? Now, at the time, I hadn't had much experience working with land energies, as I used to call them. But I now refer to them as our past elders or First Nation elders. And in that moment, I just simply didn't have an answer for Peter. But I said I would go home and sleep on it. And they may come and share more information about why they are showing themselves. So in the following two nights, I had visions of the kitchen and the elders chatting amongst themselves in Jean's kitchen. They were sitting at the table, they were laughing and they were talking and they were sharing stories. and. I think they knew that I was there, but they didn't acknowledge me, but I was being allowed to see what they were doing. Now, after I had these nightly visions, I talked with Peter and Jean, and Peter said he simply hadn't seen them again. And we both wondered whether the location of the house may have been where First Nation elders had met. They may have had ceremonies. They may have had men's meetings when they were alive. And they were simply continuing this activity in their spirit form. It's interesting why some energy beings show themselves. They don't give you the full story. They don't say, I'm here to work with you or can you help us do this? They simply appear. And we, as human beings, have to try and nut out why they're here. And when I connect with some homes, it's not every Australian home that I work on, it's only some homes, and a lot of them have been here in Tasmania, where the First Nation elders have shown themselves. And I think maybe it's a sign of acknowledgement for their appreciation of the work that I'm doing. As you're going to see in this next experience, now this, this was interesting. These experiences come out of nowhere sometimes. Sometimes I'm not even doing a house clearing job for a client. It just simply happens and I observe and I appreciate that I'm being allowed to see what they are showing me. And I've called the second story, The Smoking Ceremony. 
Now, for a period of three months, I was making regular trips to a small west coast town here in Tasmania. And I would stay on the site of the paranormal tours which I helped set up with a friend. Now, there were two large buildings on this site, and one was an old accommodation building which had been refurbished. And I always slept in room 22. It was just my thing. I really, really, I don't know what it was about that room, but I had to have the room on the end. And there were a lot of, I'm not going to say unusual, they were usual for this location, usual paranormal activity in that building. With past spirit residents, children and staff members sometimes coming to visit me at night and other times just going about their duties. But on this one occasion, I was just sitting on my bed in the middle of the day, typing away on my laptop, and I had a very unexpected vision. Now, what I saw was a tall, thin man, a First Nation man, standing silently looking up at me. He was outside the building where I was staying and he was standing in this large grassed area. Now this was in broad daylight and I felt that he stood waiting for me to acknowledge him. So I gave him a very respectful nod, not knowing what else to do. And I sat there just waiting to see what would happen next. Now as I watched, He started piling sticks and gum leaves into what looked like a small mound and he lit this fire and he used a large gum tree branch laden with leaves to fan the smoke across the property. He let me watch and I felt privileged to be included in this ceremony and I did wonder if he was in a way honouring the fact that I was doing energy clearing on that paranormal site, as well as being there to help my friend set up her paranormal tours. We would both help spirits that wanted to transition, and he'd been seen by other people in the other larger building. And I did wonder if he was just, in his own way, acknowledging me as much as I was acknowledging him by watching his ceremony. So. After about 10 minutes or so, the vision vanished from my third eye and I just kind of sat there. You know, this was the first time I'd communicated with a First Nation elder and I rang a friend of mine who understood the First Nation people's traditions and she said what I'd witnessed was a land cleansing ceremony which is used in a physical and spiritual sense to remove detrimental energy and to purify the land, and that traditionally, white man was not given the privilege to see this ceremony. Now, he's also been seen by the owner of the property on many occasions within the larger building, both during the day and night, and he didn't know what to make of his presence. He would stand in a particular location in the building. He would just stand there and you would feel his presence. There was no communication. Who knows? Maybe he was just watching. Now, I feel that he is a guardian for that region, keeping an eye on the land, healing energetic issues and assuring its safety and protection. And another 
very, very short story that I will share with you is something that I found I didn't know I didn't know what to do with it when when I heard this voice in my head because you all know I do the house clearing work so I do use my psychic skills generally I'm a feeler sometimes I see sometimes I hear now on this occasion I heard very clearly when I was driving to this location I heard a voice like I had no radio on I've done the debunking there was no radio there was no one else in the car that could have said these words. Now, as I'm driving through the bush, coming out into the mountainous region, heading towards this town on the west coast of Tassie, I heard very clearly, you good white fella. I felt it was an acknowledgement. I don't know that it was the same energy being that I've just mentioned in this town. It may very well have been. But it is stuck with me as just an acknowledgement that they appreciate the work I do and the way that I do it. I think it's the level of respect that I give to the work and the way I treat the land because I always ask permission to enter the land before I do an energetic clearing. So I just thought I'd throw that story in. It's a very short one, but it has stuck with me. Those words have stuck with me. And when I spoke to a good friend of mine who understands the First Nation traditions, she said that this was a very positive acknowledgement of the work that I do. And it kind of brought a little tear to my eye. I thought, they are watching. They watch us all the time. Now, our third story is another short one, but shows how often that First Nation elders are allowing me to see them and assist them in any way that I can. Now, I've called this story The Watchers. Now, the following clients insisted that I visit their property back in 2019 as everything was going wrong and they just couldn't work out why. The building of their new home was slow, tradies wouldn't show up, they'd quit for no reason, They had strange occurrences in their caravan on the site and also on the land. Now, the bulk of this story has already been told in episode 26, and it was a story called The Outdoor Toilet Dilemma, where I talked about a piece of land located under a majestic mountain where the land had suffered many disrespectful tenants and their negative behaviours and actions and their black magic rituals which had caused paranormal beings to be on the property and how the land had simply had enough and it was rebelling. It was not happy. Well, as I talked to the couple in their car park area of their home, I had this sudden urge to walk the perimeter of their property. Now, I just do this. If I'm told to do something or I just get this pull to walk somewhere, I will just do it. And it was kind of funny because mid-sentence, I just took off. And there's Kevin and Penny. They're they're following me like, what are you doing? I said, I need to go this way. And as they caught up to me, I stopped at a large tree on the property. And I said to them, you've got two First Nation elders here on your property. They're very unhappy about how the land has been mistreated in the past. And they're now observing you very closely and judging your intentions with their land. 
Now, Kevin and Penny just looked at each other and then they were in a bit of a mild panic. Well, 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 what do we do, they said. Now, in my mind, I get a lot of visions when I do this work and I trust these visions. In my mind, I saw a plan, like a plan for a house or a plan for a garden, like a floor plan. And this was a little hint. And I suggested to Kevin and Penny that they both walk the boundary of the property every day and talk gently to the land like it's an old friend. You know, laying out a copy of the building plans for whatever they want to put, whether it's gardens, whether it's a pergola, you know, whether it was the outdoor toilet that was built on the property, to lay out these plans so that the First Nation elders and the other energetic beings can see what is going to be done within their property. When you show them what you would like to do, they're being included in the process. So therefore, if you think about it, things are going to go more smoothly because they're being included. I don't think they have an issue with Kevin and Penny. They could read their energy. Energy beings are very open to, they just they seem to be able to read your energy and know your intentions. So by Penny and Kevin sharing their plans and what they envisioned for this beautiful property in the future makes the resident energy beings feel included in the process and not like the land is being defiled. And also, this, this is really nice. This was lovely. As I was sharing this information with them, I heard in my head, once you've cleared the property of all the detrimental actions and energetic imprints, we want you to hold a party. We want you to hold a celebration to celebrate this beautiful location and to make an offering of food and drink to the land to the First Nation elders, to the elemental beings that are present. Because they know that you both mean well, but they're still a little dubious. They're still a little afraid because of the past experiences that they've witnessed with other tenants on the property. So that is exactly what Kevin and Penny did. They had the biggest party ever outside under the moon and they invited all their friends and the spirit elders and the elementals and they also created a little acknowledgement area within the property like a rock garden with some plants and any time that they planned to do any changes to make any changes to the property they would put the plan there and put a rock on it and from that time on, Kevin and Penny had no more issues in their stunning country location. Now, the following information that I'm going to share with you about First Nation elders, about spirit elders, has been collected through my experiences, but also shared with me from other people's experiences. So spirit elders are revered figures who watch over the land where they once lived. And as you've heard, I've had many experiences here in Tasmania where First Nation elders who have come forward to be part of energetic clearings on their land. 
They possess profound wisdom, knowledge and experience in the spiritual realm and they're often considered the custodians of ancient traditions, teachings and rituals, carrying the collective wisdom of their ancestors. Now, spirit elders serve as guides and mentors, offering insights and guidance to those who connect with them seeking spiritual growth and understanding. These revered individuals have cultivated a deep connection with the land when alive and continue to act as conduits between the earth reality and the realm of spirit, playing a vital role in the spiritual community by providing guidance, counsel and support. So in episode 31, we're talking spirit and paranormal electronic manipulation and communication and how we don't always choose to connect to paranormal beings, but quite often these energy beings will use our communication devices to listen, let us know that they're watching, or to communicate in a way that we will understand. And I have a few quirky little stories to share with you about how spirits and paranormal beings use electronic devices to communicate with me and to communicate with some of my clients. I think you'll find these rather interesting. So thank you for joining me today. And don't forget, if you want to share a paranormal experience just with myself, or you would like me to share one of your experiences through my podcast, you can do a voice recording, or you can write out your experience and I will read it exactly as you have written. Email me at spiritualbeing44 at gmail.com. And for information on paranormal house clearing, you can visit my website, Spiritual Being. You will find the address in the description box. And I look forward to sharing this spooky space again with you next week. And remember, life is perfectly paranormal. <laughs>